0: Hello and welcome to Wampum.Code Season 2. I'm your host, Amelia Winger-Bearskin. Season 2 is going to be a little bit different than Season 1. Of course, we'll still have incredible Indigenous guests who will tell you all about the cool things that they do. But in addition, we're also going to intercut some of our live streams from the Climate Lounge. You can catch us every week streaming on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and many more. So if you'd like to interact with us live, please check out our live streams. If not, you can sit back relax and enjoy the audio version of those live streams we're going to have also some uh traveling wampum.codes episodes coming from los angeles and other places all around the world so season two is going to get a little bit more exciting and i'm really happy that you're still here and along for the ride all right this very first episode features the climate lounge with talk to me about water hello everyone this is Climate Lounge, a vibe shift for your day. And today we are here with the amazing group, Talk to Me About Water, as well as our special guest star and uh, co host, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Thank you so much for being here. It's really great to see you. Um, no <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> amazing. So, um, yeah, I, I have like a cute little ticker here that this is this is all the members of talking Me about water. Um, but maybe each of you would like to introduce yourselves. Just say a couple words and then maybe um, something about uh, talking about water and then also something about AI. because today our theme is kind of probing some of these generative AI tools that we love and use for um lots of mischief making but also fun research as well. So uh, who would like to start?
1: okay
2: hi everyone Um, my name is Noor Batayne and I am um, actually joining you right now from my ancestral homeland today known as Jordan Um, I'll be back in New York next week but uh, it feels cool to be um, joining from here uh, because we're all going to technically be here in the spring together um, so that's really exciting but I am the co-founder of One of Many Studio. Uh, we create experiences to inspire and empower people to connect with what it means to be a future ancestor. And uh, a lot of my work is at the intersection of futures thinking, uh, immersive storytelling and social change. And I share that because the connection for me to AI is that AI is and will continue to be a big um force of change in our futures. And so um, the way that it is uh, shaping um, our relationship to technology in this moment is very important. And um, I'm very excited to uh, be having this conversation with you all today.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Noor. Who would like to go next?
3: I can go next. Hello, everyone. I'm Martha Bearskin. Um, I am a computer scientist. I work for the federal government. I work for the United States Geological Survey. Although I'm here today as just Martha Bearskin, who's a um, Indigenous technologist. I work a lot with water data. Um, I work into water data publication, and I've recently joined this talk to me about water group to do really fun, cool stuff with uh, art and water data. Um and let's see about AI. I'm I'm excited and intrigued to play with more AI because uh, I, I've steered away. You know, sometimes I'm kind of scared, like the AI is going to come come get us. You know, I don't know, but it's time to start interacting with the AI. I think <laughs> it's tam- amazing. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, I guess it's me. Uh, hi everyone, I'm Devin Ronneberg. Uh, I am an artist and an engineer and a musician, and uh, I'm sure I'm missing some other things, but um, I build airplanes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm here to talk about water, obviously, and uh, hopefully make some cool stuff and inspire some cool dialogue uh, around water, the problems we're having with it, and, and how we can maybe uh, shift towards some better futures. Um, AI. I love playing with AI. I mean, it's super scary and super powerful. (laughs) And for that reason, I think that uh, it makes a lot of sense to attempt to understand how it works so that uh, when it comes time, we can, you know, shift towards um, making things better when possible um, and use its power to do cool and good stuff for the planet and humanity. So uh, any chance I get, I try to, play around with the tools that i can get my hands on so uh yeah this being one of them
0: <laughs> that's amazing and thank you and you know there may be people listening to this in the future who are on a podcast who don't know that Devin oh. has been switching between his uh his face and a, a borrowed uh a borrowed, say, face. Bo- <laughs> borrowed face very similar looking but yet also shares oh, the face of keanu reeves so <laughs> we like you both ways um so yeah, thank you for bringing your hawaiian day. brother yeah absolutely absolutely thank you for bringing um his being into us through uh through ai so how is that generated is that uh
1: um- yeah you know i got some funky special softwares going on uh, and <laughs> my beefy graphics card and um so yeah it's uh tracking my face and then analyzing the position of my face to sort of get an expression and then it's like um basically making reference to another generative matrix that generates face from a data set that it's like trained on before so uh, as long as you have the the model for the face and you've trained it for long enough um, you can have the computer analyze the position of your face and then overlay that onto it so it's just it's a deep fake but it's a live deep fake instead of a like you know non real time one
0: that's so, amazing well yeah. thanks for explaining it to us it's incredibly fun sure. <laughs> I
1: think I know, I, mean yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, any chance I can, I'm playing with this. Every stream I get on now, I'm like, uh, why not?
3: I, I want to be know. Keanu Reeves for every work meeting now. I, I that sounds, that's kind of liberating
1: <laughs> not having to use my own face. I can just like be wacky and not feel like responsible for it. <laughs>
3: like,
0: I love it. I
1: you love can't it. see what my face is really doing. You know what I mean? Probably well, it's like we used
0: weird. to have to, like, blur our faces if we wanted to go on something that, like, you know, or, you know, in, in those um TV shows from the 90s, they'd always have, like, the blurred face and the blurred, like, voice of, like, some witness or something that they're showing. But now we could just be, like, Dolly Parton.
3: Can we, like, deep fake each other? Could you be me?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah. it would take a little bit of effort. We'd have to, like, take some videos and make sure we get all the right angles and, and get the right lighting and all that and then take the time to like train the model up but um yeah the thing about all these data sets especially with the celebrities is that they're all pulled mostly from like really well-lit interviews where whoever the celebrity is is like you know making faces that only look beautiful right <laughs> so like no matter what I do I can't really look that dumb because <laughs> I can only look as good as Keanu Reeves looked for as many as they pulled from um but you know my face like i'm doing like weird shit like this <laughs> but still he looks like photogenic and perfect no matter what See, so.
3: that's why i need a deep fake of my own face and yeah I always yeah. feel like my perfect face with
1: yeah we shall just like do our yeah. makeup perfectly so that oh. our skin is the perfect tone and okay. the lighting is always perfect and then deep fake ourselves all the time
0: yeah i've been obsessed with those new like SaaS services that make deep fakes of, pe- of like employees of yours, so they can like pitch products. And make
3: <laughs>
0: I've been following all of them, and I really wanted to make myself, but in their platform, so that it could yeah. like say all the things and say it in five different languages, and then do all the like. I don't know it's kind of amazing.
1: Yeah, this software can now do it off of a single image too. Obviously, it's like not yeah. nearly yeah. as good, but I could just like pull an image of somebody in. And- and just immediately start manipulating it. So uh, the future is crazy, guys.
0: I'm trying to see if I can uh, pull one of them up. The single image one is pretty wild. I think I used this. Well, yeah, there's lots of them. But I used a couple of them the other day. I was like testing them out. And um, yeah, they're, they're weird. Let me see if I can find one. Anyways, Eamon should yeah. introduce himself. while I look for this video. I made a test one. So here you go, Eamon. Would you like to introduce yourself?
4: Hello, I'm Eamon.
1: Hey, Eamon. <laughs> what,
4: what, what up? I'll just look her some time. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm really into um, outdoor cooking, um, <laughs> long walks on the beach. I don't actually like long walks on the beach. I'd rather swim, but um, I don't know. We hung out on the beach together in Miami. That was fun. You're Miss Keanu. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I felt it.
4: You know what I'm thinking about right now is the movie Face Off. Has anyone seen that?
1: No, but it sounds really appropriate.
3: I haven't. So it's, it's disturbing.
4: <laughs> it's sort of disturbing. It's like disturbing partially because it's so like blockbuster video, you know? Like it's just so that era. Yeah. But it's um, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta are like criminals or something. <laughs> One of them's a criminal, like in the future. <laughs> When there has to be like super prisons with like metal shoes that you wear, it's weird. And then mm-hmm. they have to switch faces for some reason. No. It doesn't really make sense, but um, <laughs>
3: <That's> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, like well, surgically possible. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, how many stories, if there was text messaging, would just not like Romeo and Juliet with text messaging just would not be a very interesting story. No. <laughs> Don't touch it. Face off yeah. with this technology would be like also not that interesting, <laughs> yeah.
1: I they have to look uh, good in that window, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. Next,
2: I have to share this since we we went to deep fakes. Um, one of the first, um, uh, the first uh, projects we I worked on with you, Amelia, together was the 2032 alternate reality game uh, that took place in the year 2032 where an indigenous woman was running for president and we staged a deepfake leak um, of a speech that she did. Um, And we tried to, at the time, nobody really was talking about deepfakes. This was in 2020 Um, and even deepfake was not a term. Like we had to define deepfake at the time um, so that people that were playing the game could understand what we were talking about. So it's it's interesting to see uh, only Almost three years later, there's much um, more knowledge about deep fakes and the implications that they may have, especially in politics. Um, yeah.
1: No, it's, it's terrifying, honestly.
3: Don't believe anything you read on the internet now. Anything.
1: Don't believe anything <laughs> you see, you know. Exactly. Keanu's I
3: not really here with us, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Neither is Jim Carrey. <laughs>
3: hey. Why? Uh,
1: yeah, this one is <clears throat> well, this um, smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know uh, our connection to reality is getting more fragile by the day. So, yes. uh, you know, enjoy it re- while it lasts.
3: <laughs>
4: this semester I'm teaching a class called writing for interactive media. And I feel like I don't know what the hell we're doing this semester because like, a lot of the technological advancements that have received a lot of press recently, I'm kind of skeptical about, like, blockchain. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, there's just, like, a lot of tech things that are supposed to be, like, very, very impressive. And I'm like, eh, we'll see. But this most recent wave of AI stuff has me shook. Like, yeah. Truly shook.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all thought AI was coming for our jobs, but first it's coming for our identity.
4: (laughs) First it's coming for our souls.
1: Literally. Yeah, (laughs) automation, we still, robotics is like a long way to go before uh, we got to be like truly worried about it. But the AI stuff is moving so fast. Like, nobody thought it was going to outpace the robotics, but it Mm -hmm. is doing it like handily right now. So, uh, yeah
4: and it, the other thing is it's also becoming clear that like it doesn't need to truly be intelligent it just needs to pass a turing test and it's easy to hard. do because our attention is so like fractured anyways <laughs> you don't really it's not that high of a bar to clear anymore no So, um, like is it metaphysically like is artificial general intelligence truly gonna like you know metaphysically have um an Autonomous mind doesn't really matter, actually, because it's no. going to be good enough for most people most of the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's like scrolling Instagram like thinking critically. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> right? We're just like, oh yeah. So it doesn't take much to slip past. You know. Yes.
4: So what are you doing, Amelia? I, couldn't
0: find it. I made a I made a test after a single image, and it was like so weird-looking. I thought I would share it, but I can't find it. I don't know. It took me, like, a day to generate it, so I don't know. But I thought I could show at least, um, let's see here. We'll Show a, a tab. This is at least one of the ones, um, hey, that I've looked at. Hey, I'm Anna, and here's a quick Synthesia product demo. Start by selecting an AI avatar. Like me.
1: Oh, this is so dystopian. Oh, God. me.
0: Then type in text in over 65 languages. Hmm. Choose a narration style or local accent. When you're ready, add your text, shapes, and other design elements. Choose a font or upload your own. You can also upload other brand assets such as your logo. But this is, is why know? I was like I want, really want one of myself. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It convenient. like I was like so much less useful you, to it, you can like also as add a sound. else. but yeah that's one of the uh one of the ones. So uh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But the other one was just from a still image which much was much more uncanny right? It was much more like made my face look really probably, weird and, disturbing yeah. and probably like you know it was like <laughs> so I wanted to show that one that was more <laughs> But I can't, I cannot find it exactly. I'll find it eventually, probably. But um, yeah, that one, yeah, they're, you know, so just to show people what we're talking about, you know, a little a some of these AI avatars. That one, they also did a custom one of a person that I saw, which looked, yeah, the, it looks like the ones that are fully AI look a little better. And then once it starts kind of blending with someone's scans, it looks a little weirder. But at the same time, I don't think if that video was little on a slide deck, I would notice if it was an AI. I don't think I would.
1: Probably not yeah no. uh, so
0: another thing that we are thinking of, <laughs> love it. I here. can't take you seriously
1: <laughs> sorry I'll, look out there. I'll shake it
0: off. have some bird sounds I, I can't take care. me
1: seriously either
0: <laughs> um let's see maybe would you like to to do some mid-journey um oh Anise here. Annie, feel free to join the stream okay. if you'd like.
1: Um, hop on in. The water's warm. Hop on in if you're
0: <laughs> if you got the email. Should have the stream. <laughs> like she's in the mid journey. So maybe if you want, we can share the mid. Oops, I can share the um, Discord. So if anyone would like, we have mid journey here on our <laughs> on our Discord um would anyone like to make a prompt in case i I did this recently with yeah go for it
1: it's not great i mean it's the one right there
0: oh yeah yeah. oh awesome a beautiful world in the clouds floating futuristic buildings water park water slides connecting all of the buildings award-winning photography beautiful lighting Mm.
1: i mean for a crappy prompt it gave us some pretty cool stuff
2: oh yeah
0: totally i love all these water slides
2: um it's not so dark considering um, last week Amelia and I were playing with water prompts <laughs> and everything was so dark. Yeah. Uh, all the water like prompts dark.
0: Yeah. Let's see. These were. Um, this was the first one we did, and it was just talking oh. about water. That's it. No other prompt. Just talking Why about they
1: water. and jars. Nobody I don't
0: knows. know. <laughs> a um, a very it's bug-eyed manatee. Sort of like yeah.
1: It's like a seal manatee dolphin. <laughs> Dugong,
0: yeah. And then who's that evil guy? In why, a jar.
1: Why is she bleeding?
0: I think I see a lot of red pill, blue pill ones. Like ah, I don't know if you've yeah. noticed that with my but it does it constantly where it's like red and blue, and yeah. I I think of them as like red pill, blue pill ones. But, <laughs> um, yeah, and everything's in a glass, except the everything kind of is containing into a glass. So that's like, yeah. Yeah. samuel beckett yeah it's a you know these are yeah this was another one water is life that nor did and again it's like i don't even want to think about that one mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that monster it's like there's like a monster face in that water Do yeah. You see it? don't you don't want to see it man cursed image um and then this girl yeah it's a the only one like the one to the left i guess is kind of pretty ish but it's pretty ominous too i don't know Water is life doesn't seem very yeah. yeah, I don't know.
1: Really wants to put water in things.
0: Noor said that it was snowing in Petra at our yes. last meeting. So I did wow. snowing in Petra and this is what it came up with.
2: wow. That is so cool. It wasn't snowing that much, so this is really cool. <laughs> I don't think it's ever snowed this much in in Petra before. So this is uh this is cool. Um I wonder if we use where like prompts um Referring more to bodies of water, like a river or an ocean or a sea, whether it'll still give us cups yeah. and whether it'll still be dark. I don't know what the, the darkness is about.
0: I don't know either. Anyone have a prompt with a, a river? Maybe say something about the river Jordan? I don't know. Um,
1: mm,
2: okay. Uh, wow. I'm actually looking at a picture of the River Jordan. I have to show you now. Oh, it's a, one of the oldest photographs ever of the River Jordan. Can you oh you can't really see it. Hmm. Oh, this is bad. Um, but it's an actual print. I recently bought it. That's so cool. Uh oh, yeah. Okay, that's a distraction. Um,
0: <laughs> Amen. Maybe we should made the f- first <laughs> photograph of the river Jordan. Oh, yes. All right as it's as it's waiting to start we can look through so i've made a couple other weird water ones i did this is 1960s french film dolphin story oh i like that one
1: wow <laughs> it's like um big free willy vibes
0: yeah yeah this 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 moment
1: here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I kind do of like lower.
0: <laughs> like, it's like a film noir. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, it's like an Italian. Yeah, an Italian movie poster
1: <laughs> from 1976.
0: Yeah. It's Goddard's Lost Dolphin <laughs> Epic. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then this one was a fashion show, uh 1050s, I think I meant 1950s, runway during a flood. Oh, I
3: like
1: that. Oh, Actually, that's a cool runway idea. They'll steal that next week.
2: It's yeah. actually yeah. been, yeah. been done. It's been done. Sure. I'm,
1: I'm sure. yeah. How could it not be?
2: How but, could it not be? I mean Zoolander, right? You know. Right. Um,
0: this one is a documentary of the rising water levels and all of the national for- national parks we lost to floods. So I, that's Tragic, kind of very but
1: also beautiful. Um, <laughs> Ralphas Ning Tang. <laughs> I love the, how it does the text so poorly.
0: <laughs> yeah. And hands, I mean hands and, and text, like I like how it's rainfalls ning tang. Ning yeah. Tang. Um, but it got like the Rolf Fall. It almost got rain. Rainfalls like yeah. so close to that. But um yeah, they got all these different styles. I love how they they know how documentary film posters look, right? They're like some images, some illustrations, you know, like that was interesting. Um, this one is a web live stream about plants, animals, and insect insects that are
2: extinct. Is this cool. like a meetup language? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't know how to do the text. It just yeah. copies it, being like, Oh, there's text here. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. doesn't know how to speak, so
0: yeah, it's just like, and then at the bottom it'll say those words, those little <laughs> sticks and things and words, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then this one was un- I I used a photo of myself and then said underwater 1970s editorial fashion photography. Wow, um, cool. I was going to look like you. Yeah, okay. it's, it's so from an right. image of me, so it's yeah. like that's they cool. make me really light skinned <laughs> like I'm, I'm a kind of light. I'm not very tan right now, um, but yeah. It's. I like this one where it's like two. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that.
1: A poster for your new series on Netflix. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's what it looks like.
0: Talk to me about water. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was like. Let's see. Let's see if our one came out. Okay. Here's the first photograph
2: of the River Jordan. Wow.
1: Wow. That's actually.
2: The top right one looks pretty accurate. I would in terms of how. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking at the one right in front of me, it's pretty similar.
0: Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. This one that's like half and then ha- that's a wild one.
1: It's like half, yeah, and like the half black color. and white one. That is, I've never seen Mid Journey do that. It's pretty yeah,
2: cool. That's cool. You know, what's interesting is that they're all more like streams, um, which the River Jordan was not really a stream, except um, in the last. Uh, like since World War One, So I think that's also interesting. I mean, technically, I guess the first picture of it would have it more of a stream than like a full river. That's really interesting. So it's kind of taking modern,
0: the way it looks modern, and then just like putting old tints yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: That's interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: That's really wild. All right. I see someone created another one. Aerial photography of the River Jordan, lush and flowing, sunny and bright whales swimming. Whoa. Like, why not? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we can
1: make up whatever we want, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Look at those back fins on that one whale, though. Oh, my goodness. Oh,
1: yeah. They're a little crazy. <laughs> a
0: little wonky.
1: It's got to brush up on its anatomy.
0: It. <laughs> it was looking at Avatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. This one is really interesting. Like it's kind of shaped like a whale, the actual water. Yeah, yeah. But there's that's pretty cool. I don't know where the whale is in this one, but wow. That would be very cool if the River Jordan looked like this. Look at how deep that would be. Wow. Wow. Anyone else? Any any other ones that people made?
1: I'm doing another one.
0: Oh nice. What's that problem? Feel free to do one too, Martha or Nora, or you can also tell okay. me one.
3: Tell how do I do it? I so you go slash
0: that. slash imagine and then push tap tab and then just write words and then push enter. I
1: think you can do, yeah, slash imagine and space also works. Oh,
0: it does? Okay, awesome.
1: Um, yeah. I did a humans colon way of water.
3: Wow, that's <laughs> so scary. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh, God, it's <laughs> <that's> terrifying. <laughs> what the hell? Jeez. What
3: AI thinks of us humans?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's weird. so
0: disturbing, that's y'all.
1: That's cursed. Why are there all these <sighs> melting faces under the water?
2: Wow. I
0: mean, we, we're noticing that, like, if you say, like, really happy and cheery and bright things with water, it'll give you that. But if you don't, it's pretty, it goes pretty, like, dark and ominous. And I wonder what, I wonder what things are tagged with water that are always, like, kind of this... I don't know. We don't know. We're probing the collective unconscious of Mid Journey right now. We don't yeah, really know. You know.
1: Mid journey's pretty moody. I, I kinda of feel yeah. like it's like with music, you know, like like a major key, I mean it sounds happy and nice, but it doesn't sound as like rich and thick, yeah. maybe, as yeah. like a minor key or whatever. So maybe it just like leans dark because it thinks people wants want that, you know?
0: Yeah. I was trying to do a dark, ominous chord that wasn't very dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one's very cinematic, like poster, movie poster for sure. So it got that. It got that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Wave Water is a film, film poster, like for sure. Got that one really well. Yeah. Martha, do you want to try one? I can type I it was one,
3: but I don't know if it went through. It made me like accept some terms, and then I
0: can just it. do one for you. Let's see. I was just
3: trying to do a world made of rivers. What? What does I think that would look like?
0: All right, see so, yeah. it um i I got to do this on the first day of my um a i and art class, and I was so happy that only three out of the forty five students that were there in person had ever done midjourney, so I was like, yes oh, that's, <laughs> like, yeah. <it's> so fun <laughs> so fun, but um yeah. hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm I out here just while. assuming everybody knows how to do all this AI stuff now, which
3: cool.
1: it's just like I don't even know what to call it, confirmation bias or something. I'm just like because I'm fucking around with this shit all the time. I feel like everybody is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it feels like that. And especially because there are people that are doing it at so many such speed breakneck speeds that it's I know. Like,
1: I feel behind um, all the time. I feel behind like, all the time. Everybody must like, know way more than is. I do.
0: Totally, yeah. totally. Um, this is a world. Uh, made of wow.
1: rivers, Martha. That one's really okay. nice. I'm,
0: I'm
3: digging that actually. I want to hang out there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although this one looks like it's like Niagara Falls or something. I know. But, yeah. I would like to like the
3: edge of that. I
1: don't know. Yeah, the bottom right one's like some flat earth. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure. Proof. Um, Proof. <laughs> which one is this? Water conscious humans. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, that face. That's a wow. That's kind of cool.
1: Right? That's,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that. Mm. That's cool. Did you do that one, Noor?
2: Yes. I was curious what it would um, come up with. The bottom right one, inter- that that's the African continent, right?
1: Yep. That's mm-hmm. Africa right there. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at
2: yeah. that. It's interesting that uh everyone uh looks non-white. hmm
1: Yeah. <laughs> White people don't be thinking about water.
3: <laughs> AI knows it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think we've proven it.
3: Yeah. So we, AI is such a reflection of ourselves. It's like uncomfy. <laughs>
1: I
0: like it. Yeah, it is really <laughs> uncomfortable. I mean, because it's like, yeah, it's looking at just so many images from mm-hmm. the web, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really has a lot of odd. All right, yeah. what, what are some of true. your um hacks that you use, Devin, to get good imagery? I saw you did like what? What was one of them? You said uh, you know, uh,
1: I wish I had. More. I know there's some website. Like award-winning
0: where, winning photography, beautiful. Award-winning lighting.
1: photography. Back in early stable diffusion versions, it was like if you specified like rendered in Unreal Engine or rendered in Cinema 4D mm-hmm. or rendered in Redshift, it would give you like other cool sort of flavors. Um, but those are just like really surface level tricks. There's so many, actually. Um Especially for stable diffusion, like using brackets to emphasize certain words and then using negative prompts. There's like a lot of crazy stuff you can do. Um trending on art station is like a big one, I think, for mid-journey. Oh, so if you yeah. do but people don't like that now because art station artists are like really mad. Um <laughs> understandably so. <laughs> because all their art yeah. is getting stolen. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's one. Let me see i might be able to i started
0: using like tags cool from those. like getty images you know like oh, yeah, the things i would right. search like all the search main search tags from Getty images like editorial was usually something that could be a front page image so then that would ch- like kind of or i don't know different ones i did with street photography 1980s and then such and such location would give me you know c- certain things that i could just imagine were like cool photographic genres but i don't know i'm trying to find all the cool hacks Hopefully my students will find more and tell me about them.
1: <laughs> um, there's also services like there's this one called Lexica, I think. And you can like reverse interrogate images so you can give it an image and then it will like generate a prompt based on the image that you give it. Like it'll tell you what it finds in that image, hmm. um, which is a pretty cool way to like get similar, similar results to an already existing image. But yeah, um, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's it's built into stable diffusion too. Um I'm looking for like mid-journey prompt hacks, but you
0: know. <laughs> well, people can definitely tell us their their hacks yeah. as well. Like, yeah. Um yeah, that's really cool. Um we'll keep keep them coming, keep putting them in the cool. um in our Discord and, and we can vibe on them. I also wanted to bring up GPT chat. Um, uh, again, yeah. not everyone might have played with that before, so um let me go ahead
1: and share. Oh, we should totally do that right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have, let me grab. Yeah,
3: but I have heard a lot about it, so
0: well, then Martha should get to be the first person to do it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, oops, is it showing up?
1: Yeah, it's showing yeah.
0: up. Okay. Um, what would you like to type in there, Martha? I mean, you can also do it yourself and share it, but I just figured. I
3: don't even know what. Do you, what do you even do with this one?
1: Um, You ask it stuff.
0: Ask it stuff. Would you like, maybe you can decide whatever you want to cast? Can I tell it to talk to me about water? Yeah, Yeah.
3: let's do do that.
0: Yes. Should we say like a command or just talk to me about water?
3: That is the command talk to me about water.
0: Water is a transparent, odorless, tasteless liquid that is essential for all forms of life. (laughs) It is made of two hydrogen atoms and one. Oxygen atom H2O water covers about 71% of the earth's surface and is found in oceans, rivers, lakes, and groundwater. It is also present in the atmosphere in the form of water vapor. Water is a vital resource for agriculture, industry, and households. It is also used for recreation and as a means of transportation. The properties of water, such as its high heat capacity and ability to dissolve many substances, make it a unique and versatile substance. All right, there you go, Martha. Talk to you about water.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I feel like that was a really good um, summary of water, you know? Thank you. Yeah,
1: totally. It was pretty good.
3: It was good. It was like better than a Wikipedia, you know? It was much more concise. Much more concise.
0: <laughs> um, what What are some other things you ask it, Eamon? Do we
3: share long-ass conversations now?
0: Yeah. Do you ask anything? Because what I often do is I say... Um, Something that we, when we were looking at that Synesthesia app earlier, or Syn- Synesthesia, I don't know how to pronounce it, um, where it generates those avatars, mm-hmm. um, something you could do is I started typing in the thing I was saying, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, like I was saying stuff about, I was trying to make a website for us about, um, uh, about these streams here. Actually, I can post the link here. Um, so what I did is I. I started I started oh, all right. I started this website, and it's I started doing the text and then I was putting it into the avatar so the avatar would speak it. and then it had this button where it said, "Would you like me to continue on with AI assist?" And it finished my entire text with AI within that synesthesia program, so you actually don't even have to write the things that the avatars say. It does it automatically, wow. which is kind of wild. So everything that's produced on this link of our streaming page is all done with AI, um, even the text. So we don't have to
1: do anything anymore. Huh?
0: <laughs> so that's something that I noticed you could do that with the chatting as well. You could say.
1: Um, apparently, chat GPT is at capacity.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. It's always at So I've said, please write 300 words about why water is important. Let's see, that looks like a little, well, it's about 300 words.
2: Eamon, I'm curious as a writer, how do you feel? I'm
4: not sure. I mean, like I said earlier, like I'm totally shook because so much writing that I've been paid to do has not needed to be any more thoughtful or higher quality than what you're seeing on the screen right now. Right. Right. Yeah. This, this tool completely obviates the need for any content marketing to ever happen by a human ever again, which is good because content marketing is a dog shit job to have, but like it is how I paid my rent in my twenties. So, um, yeah, writing is kind of has been for the last like 20 years or even longer, like under siege from a lot of different areas, but this may be the death knell of like the freelance writer possibly. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously it can't report new information. So that's one thing um that we can do, but I can also imagine uh, a version of this that, updates in real time somehow. I don't think that's like a super huge technical hurdle. Oh, I so, don't think
3: that's far off.
4: Yeah. So like if Twitter continues to exist or something like it where people share information, mm-hmm. all all that is left would be like there's some editorial guidance that a human would have to do, but that doesn't require a whole newsroom. That doesn't require any writers even. It's just an editor. That's yeah. it. So. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I've written for tech companies that already had similar software that was baked in but for SEO optimization so you'd be writing and it would be shifting what you're writing automatically to something that has higher SEO optimization so you're already kind of like co-writing with an algorithm that had a specific point or whatever so um, I can imagine this it wouldn't even need me to do the prompts now (laughs) it could just do them for me Um, But sometimes it was unreadable, like the SEO optimized text. It wasn't readable to a human. Um, Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it
1: doesn't. (laughs) Thank God it's wrong, like pretty often. But also, it's been out for like a month, so that's it would be crazy if it wasn't. But I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see.
2: What if we try something more like less informational, more like creative like tell me a story about water?
1: Hmm. That's a good one.
0: It's short because I don't know. I don't know how long it would go. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: you know, taking a minute.
0: If
4: you if you ask it to write you a poem or a song and say, write me an unrhymed poem. It basically mm-hmm. can't do it.
0: Oh, interesting!
4: Like, it, can't help, it can't help itself but rhyme. Like it has, wow, to,
0: rhyme. It has to rhyme.
4: If you wow. use the word poem, I think it has to. rhyme. Yes, huh.
3: I didn't know what that means? Without that
0: like that's what a poem is—is is a rhyme. A poem is like a yeah.
4: block of text that has weird lengths. It can do meter really well. Like if you're like, write me, you know, a poem in dactylic hexameter. It can do that no problem. I think it's that capacity.
0: You know,
3: this made me just think about like school, like how is this going to change school? Like, I mean, you just said that, like write me a poem and whatever. Like, I mean, why would anyone ever in high school, like write anything ever again?
1: Yeah.
4: I'm pretty sure that some of my students used it last semester. I'm
1: like pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. It's already a problem. I mean, I think, New York State or somewhere just banned it, but good luck with that. So, you know, like, oh, you can't and, use this. Uh, yeah.
4: And yeah, there's, there's like tools. Like, I get emails sometimes from, you know, salespeople at SaaS companies be like, we have this new tool that helps detect if the student work is AI generated. But every time they make one of those, there's going to be a new AI thing that they can't, you know, it's like, I don't, as a teacher, I don't want to play cat and mouse like that my whole life.
1: No. I mean, at this point, it's like if kids want to learn, they're going to learn. If they don't, maybe they won't have to. And like, it's kind of like a personal responsibility thing or like parenting and, you know, uh, your community, I guess, instilling values. Because outside of that, we got tools to just subvert all those things. So. <laughs>
2: Um, In my teaching days Turnitin was huge was a huge help because you you know I wonder if Turnitin can pick up on whether students are using um, these kinds of I think it can
0: just do plagiarism it's just searching the web for other instances of that mm-hmm. same text right and Right. with AI I mean that's like the problem it. is I can imagine if you start trying to say anything that could be generated students could also generate sentences that are similar to AI right um I read a, an article by an English teacher from high school who said this, and I should probably find the link and like share it after the stream. But the the teacher said something to the um, effect of, "Usually with my students, I spend most of the year getting them to be use all the proper grammar, and then the really ones that really excel get to have ideas around arguments and opinions, and then the really advanced students, which is only about five percent, end up having." to think about style and you know really kind of playing around with their own voice and so they said if if AI could get everyone to the highest percentile of just thinking about style and just thinking about tone and thinking about your own voice that would be really cool Um, Um, or thinking about opinions or arguments rather than just the basics of um, grammar that could be really cool but of course it does widen this gap of people who have um, access because gpt chat is free now but we all know it's <laughs> like that, not gonna be for long, so um, but i I don't know with my students, I try to get them if they want to turn in AI art instead of hand drawn illustration or three d art um to just explain to me why it's good, and that's really yeah. pretty hard. <laughs> So I say, like, it's totally fine. You can use generate image, but that image will require like, you know, two paragraphs could even be generated AI generated as well, but it has to prove that that image is good. So the AI has to, the generated text either has to be compelling or you have to have your own words that say why it's a good image because I think they have to be able to analyze the image.
1: Right. Right. Totally. Right. So. I was going
3: to say like, if, you know, if these tools are going to be what, We're using in the future, then maybe it's not bad that the kids are learning how to use them because they're going to be using them. Um, Well, it's like spell check, right? Right, like spell check. Like, okay, okay, you can like auto-generate your essay, but you have to like read it and make sure it makes sense and sounds good. (laughs) If I can tell that it was an AI, you got to write it yourself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot of things don't require that much critical thinking. You know, and then there's things that require like an immense amount of critical thinking. And so I don't know if this is going to lessen the gap between those things or like make it much bigger and like not equip people to have the tools to think critically or write creatively. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I have no idea at this point, honestly. (laughs) I think about it a lot and I still have no idea.
0: And Anise chimes in from the Discord, and perhaps the best new skill for students is to learn to collaborate with AI rather than generate individually. Yeah, yeah I think, I remember we would do spell spelling tests as kids, and then we were told, hey, the rest of your life you're not going to be able to spell check, which turned out to not. <laughs> I can spell check on my phone. I can spell check on my Apple Watch. You know, I can, so yeah. that turned out to be kind of like, oh, um, hmm. But then knowing when it's misspelled is a skill that we have right like we mm-hmm. we can tell if something got through um so yeah it'll be interesting to see how we collaborate with these machines what about when it comes to science storytelling like i've noticed um just from my chats with gpt chat that it it does skew to a certain per, like input um it's really good at like martha said having the summary of the wikipedia article um mm-hmm. when i tried to talk to it about native things like what is it to be native or what do you think of native things it it was like all humans are native and this is why and it used a lot of really good uh, language that i bet came from good interviews from native activists but it kind of at the end would summarize it in this direction that was actually like something i totally didn't agree with like it started going and i'm like yeah yeah oh wait 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 where (laughs) this is going so it kind of it's interesting to see its opinion pieces right um let me see i don't know if it's Oh, it did. It did our story. (laughs) It took a while. Oh, Okay, let's go. Let's go back to. uh, All right, here's our story. Once upon a time, there was a small village nestled in the foothills of a mountain range. The villagers had always relied on a nearby stream for their water supply. But one year, the stream ran dry. The villagers were in a state of panic as they had no way to obtain water for drinking, cooking and irrigation. They knew they had to find a new source of water quickly before the dry season set in. A young girl named Lily, who loved to explore the mountains, decided to take it upon herself to find a new source of water for the village. She set out early one morning, determined to find a solution. She climbed the mountain, traversing rocky terrain and navigating dense forests. Just when she had almost given up hope, she stumbled upon a hidden cave deep in the mountain. Inside, she found a small but steady stream flowing out of the cave wall. Lily knew that this was the solution the village needed. She quickly made her way back down the mountain and shared her discovery with the village elders. The villagers were overjoyed and thanked Lily for her determination and hard work. They set out to the cave, and soon a water pipeline was built to bring the water from the cave to the village, ensuring that the village would never run out of water again. From then on, the villagers had an ample supply of clean and fresh water. They were able to grow. Yeah. Oh god. It's really like That's not in any way magical place. at all. They're like, oh, she just went into a cave and found water.
1: Yeah, and then they just got the mega conglomerate to build a pipeline from the cave wall. Ugh.
3: But interesting that the story about water was that there was a crisis about it. Uh, it's almost anything. as if it knows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh.
3: Could have been like they live in an underworld water world thing. Could have been about mermaids, but no.
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) About mermaids. I mean, it can always be about mermaids, Martha. You're you're not wrong. But yeah, it was an incredibly dull story.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it ends with the moral of the story is that one person's determination and hard work can make a big difference in the lives of many, and that access to clean water is crucial for survival and well being.
1: Yeah.
0: That's, That's so true. many mixed metaphors right there. Right? <laughs> it's like yeah. one person can solve the problems of men. <laughs> 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 Let's That's
1: build major. more pipelines.
0: More pipelines. Any other Well, it took a long time to write us that story, but it did it did yeah. deliver. Any other thoughts on any other questions you'd like to ask the uh the GPT chat? Um yeah. So see what I mean? How it kind of like it seems like it's going, and then you're like, "Huh?" I actually yeah. don't jive with its values, but then uh, its values aren't even consistent. <laughs> so it's kind of like, Whoa. yeah. Um,
1: um, we could ask it to generate generate some Mid Journey prompts
2: too. Oh. oh,
3: I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Creating hey, AI. Is
0: it one word or two? I think one, word. It's
3: okay. one. Let's I try. Know. Let's
1: try.
2: oh i I think it missed it, or does it want us to put all of this as a prompt? I have no
0: idea.
1: <laughs> we should just put it in. Let's just see what yeah, happens. I mean
2: obviously, yeah,
0: obviously, yeah. Yeah. um and
1: I've also heard that the more words you put in better. for mid journey the the better right now
0: the better yeah, oh. really. yeah, okay All right, now let's let's stop sharing this one and start sharing your other one.
3: Okay, so for the mid-journey, does it have to be like you're kind of like telling it, you know, what type of image to create? Or can you just like be like random words? You can totally say random
1: words. Yeah, it could be either.
0: And you can seed it with an image. Like I. if you have a link to an image, you could put the image in there. And then like Devin said, you can have negative prompts too. I haven't done negative prompts yet, so that's like something I have yet to try. Um, whoa. Okay, let's see this one.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: Okay, that's a very illustration style that I didn't expect. So the prompt is as you journey deeper into the desert that he becomes almost unbearable, your water supply is running low and you can't help but worry about you will find more how you will find more. Suddenly you come across an oasis, a small pool of crystal clear water surrounded by lush greenery. You drop your pack and rush to the water, cupping your hands to drink deeply. But as you take your first sip, you realize that something is not right. <laughs> the water has a strange smell and is metallic taste. Do you drink it despite your doubts? Or do you search for a different source of water? <laughs> 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 okay,
3: can your own adventure.
0: <laughs> talking to AIs, man. It's come a recursion of, of weirdness. Um, okay. That's weird, that style, I guess it's like a photo style, and then these three all kind of have that same deserty illustration yeah. vibe, okay, all right, very, very good.
1: maybe we could ask, I still can't get into chat GPT, but maybe we could ask like uh to visually describe an alien water world yeah. type thing, all right. That might give us like more visual description instead of like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing.
0: Right, and then use that as a prompt. Yeah. yeah. An alien water will be a planet covered in vast oceans with no visible land masses. The water would be a vibrant and deep blue with a high concentration of dissolved minerals and nutrient giving it slightly cloudy appearance. The surface would be constantly rippled by the movement of water, which towering waves reaching up of hundreds of feet high. The skies would be cloudy, consistent storms and light. Oh my gosh, this is going over. Wow. Oh, The ocean floor would have a desert, d- diverse, rugged terrain. Okay. Keep sure. it going. Overall, okay. oh, wow. an alien water world. I like how the ending is. Oh, yeah. Right? You can just- oh, <laughs> an alien water world would be a place of rest and beauty and mystery with a unique and diverse ecosystem, unlike anything found on Earth. Well, thank oh, you. Oh, we're
1: going to go there. with the whole right? thing? the whole thing. I'll or, say you just do the-, you think? do the first paragraph, too. Oh, just, just, just the
0: first just paragraph? The last okay. line. <laughs>
1: Or, yeah, I don't know. All
0: right, you know what? We're gonna have to do it all then. If we're saying first and last, you know, (laughs) I wonder
1: if there's a word limit.
0: No clue.
3: I guess we'll find out.
0: I don't (laughs) think so. Well, I mean, I'm sure there is. Look, positive there is a word limit, but it might be like, who knows? It might be pages. All right, well, okay, here it goes.
2: I'm curious of as of asking both platforms what the future of water on Earth is, or I don't know if there's a more specific question. Yeah, it's going to be, be so doomy. <laughs> you think? Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> wow, those are Ooh. pretty cool. <laughs> I'd hang it? out there.
3: No. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, is the mount? Is that mountain like in the world or in front of the world?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: the answer is very yes. The <laughs> World. <It's>
0: interesting. <laughs> Um, so do you want to ask the GPT chat first, Noor, and then put that into Midjourney or you want to ask each of them separately, side by side?
2: Uh, maybe let's ask GPT. I'm curious what it'll, what it'll come up with. All right. So what was the question again, what is the future of water on earth?
0: The future of water on Earth is uncertain and is closely tied to the impact of human activities and climate change. One of the major challenges facing the future of water on Earth is increasing water scarcity. As the global population continues to grow and climate change leads to changes in precipitation patterns, many regions are likely to experience increased water scarcity. This could lead to conflicts over water resources and have significant impacts on agriculture, industry, and human health. Another major challenge is the degradation of water quality. As human activity continues to pollute and, and degrade water sources, it will become increasingly difficult to access. Access clean and safe water. This could have serious consequences for human health and the environment. Climate change will also have an impact on water resources as it is expected to lead to changes in precipitation patterns and increased variability in weather events just as, such as droughts and floods. This will have an impact on water availability and can lead to water scarcity in some regions and water abundance in others. Despite these challenges, there are also opportunities for the future of water on Earth. Increased water conservation and management practices, as well as the development of new technologies such as desalination, can help to address the challenge of water scarcity. Additionally, measures to reduce pollution and improve water quality can help to ensure access to clean and safe water. Overall, the future of water on Earth is closely tied to human activities and the actions we take to address those challenges. It's important to take steps to conserve and manage water resources, reduce pollution, and adapt to the impacts of climate change in order to ensure a sustainable future for water on Earth. All
1: right. It's not wrong. It's a little dry. It's
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: a little dry. What, what are some things
0: that might have left out, like, NOR Specifically, would you be happy with this, like, as an essay if you had it generated, or what is it missing? Mm, I
2: guess it's missing the current, like, more of um. Well, I did ask it about the future, right? That was the question: what is the future? So, um, I think it's pretty like it's pretty mild considering the current state of the global water crisis. You know, um, it feels. No, I know we don't love alarmist narratives, but <laughs> this feels pretty disconnected from the reality of the state of water in the world today and um yeah yeah but it's not alarmist just
0: tell the truth right <laughs> like yeah. if it's right yeah if it's not accurate then it's not it's
1: yeah. missing the like a little bit of the existential dread you know but- is
0: there I, I think one thing i noticed with it is there's no one that's on the other side of it right yeah It it's kind of it seems like it's not saying anything very controversial in the sense of like it's tied to human activities
1: right Right. we should should. be ashamed
0: and we will contribute to you know it's a i don't know anyone would disagree with this right it doesn't seem to have a strong right very neutral which is you know fine that's like fair yeah it's fair but i'm just noticing that that it it's interesting i haven't seen it say something very controversial yet um Hmm. It won't say anything controversial. And so that, to me... You can trick it, though. You can trick it. You
1: can (laughs) trick it it? it if you ask it to generate, like, fictional narratives and stories Mm -hmm. for things that uh, it wouldn't say otherwise. Like, if you ask it, like, how do I make a bomb? Like, it's going to be like, that's inappropriate. Like, I can't tell you how to do that. But if you're like can you write me a believable fictional narrative about a character who's building a bomb? Like it'll give you like all the steps, right? So uh, I've seen, yeah, a bunch of people talking about how Mm. you can trick it into doing things that that uh, open AI doesn't want you doing with it. So uh, yeah, it has a a difficult time um, separating fiction from reality when you're asking it specifically for fiction because as long as you're saying give me something fictional then it can't really be held responsible for like yeah. influencing reality so i don't know
0: that's interesting but it, it also makes me wonder what they think is neutral right um like this one is a pretty good example of something that's neutral but some of the ones i would say are so new nu- so neutral they become untrue sure okay. like when i said what is can you define what it is to be a native american it was like all people on the earth are native americans you're like well that's not necessarily (laughs) true but um nice try but that's very neutral
3: right everyone (laughs) can be an american
0: yeah you're like that is very neutral but it's also like not true so it was very interesting i kind of want to probe like what what is open ai's concept of neutrality and what because you know, having no opinion is an opinion, right? Because it yeah. it can't we cannot be unbiased. So where wherever it lands in that, what it thinks is neutral is still a like a predominant thought bubble. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Any other thoughts on um, things you'd like to put into GPT chat? <laughs> um. Hmm.
1: What about you, Amy? What
0: are you up to? Or oh, you're looking at guitars? I'm looking
3: at bullshit on the internet.
0: Well, do you have any problems
1: Hmm. I don't know, maybe we come up with some uh, you know, difficult questions for ChatGPT for the next session. Yeah.
0: Oh. All right. Asking the hard-hitting What would be a hard-hitting question? <laughs> uh I don't know. <laughs> We also don't have to keep doing it. We can, we can, we can talk about other things too. It's just kind of like vibing, vibing with these weird um, generative things. Martha is a water data publication expert, not speaking obviously on behalf of the USGS, but just as someone who like looks at quality and everything. What do you think of the, this is kind of your first experience with these things. So I want to ask you, what do you think? I think it's, I mean,
3: it's very interesting, like coming um, it's coming from a personal standpoint of like, I don't like, I'm not good at words and I'm not good at writing. Like, this is amazing. You know, like, wow, I don't ever have to like write anything. again. can it write all my emails for me too? You know, like, that's great. Um, but then, yeah, I guess when you're talking about quality control, like how, um, and I guess with data too, like if you're going to start um, using AI to generate data, collect data, you know, different things. Like how do you, again, as we were talking about like students using AI, like how can we, are there ways to prevent making sure we're having real data? Can we have fake things being made? I don't know. Like it just, it's an interesting idea of like, how do we, um, yeah, maybe from that, from that like data side, understand if things are like real and fake, is that even a thing? I don't know.
0: That is essentially how GANs work, is their generative adversarial networks, is they they generate something that's fake and then they have a discriminator. They have a generator and a discriminator, and it generates information that hopefully the discriminator can tell is a fake. So it has, here's a real image, and the generator is like real, and here's a fake image, and the generator is like, that's a fake one, but it tries to make closer and closer and closer good fakes to true so that the discriminator becomes better and better and better. And that's kind of how we accidentally created deep fakes is because we were like trying to make a really good image, recognition algorithm. And then instead we realized, Oh, actually we we were really able to make this incredible deep fakes. Right. So um, it's kind of baked in in the early Renaissance of this specific period we're in, like for the last few years anyways, it's been like, uh, a lot of innovation in GANs, which is exactly what it was to create fake data, right? right. And then hopefully to create a certain discriminator that can tell. Right. Um, that was. We have to like
3: how one. do you do those things fast enough? And um, and working for the government, I work at a place that's very slow. Um, so you know, we are watching this technology like happen so quickly. So that's that's interesting. Um, and then also, I guess on like a publication side, I also do a lot of publication that's just. um, talking about data you know and so there's all this documentation about things and i think of this like if you could auto generate that would that be good or not how accurate would it be
0: yeah because i mean it works in sort of creative ways or in essay writing ways but if you were to say please write a detailed way in which you can onboard this person to use this api or whatever like Right. I don't know if I trust it like, to do that yet, or maybe that will be something it'll excel in. Right. right. Closed system, like mm-hmm. learn this and then write the documentation. That would be amazing. But then, that right. also, but then like, I've I don't had that job before. So like I don't know. <laughs> replacing it.
1: Yeah. <For> sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many questions. Like what, what does this do to style? You know, getting back to the whole you know levels of writing and then whatever you got the grammatical and the semantic and whatever and then you have style at the top it's like are people going to have style anymore like look 50 Mm -hmm. years down the line after we've had this for like generations like is it is that just going to be the style like whatever it comes out with is is the style of human language i don't know
3: Right, because then eventually like, it's only pulling its own information, right? Like if everything is auto-generated and all that the
1: yeah.
3: out there is, then it's only pulling from its own self.
1: Right. As more information on the internet becomes generated by it or things like it, then those are the things that it's going to be trained on in the future, as right. as they need more data to keep like updating their models. So yeah, that just seems like a scary feedback loop. I don't want to yeah, get seems,
3: into. yeah yeah, like just a smaller and smaller and smaller
1: world. yeah, where we just know what it knows and, and those boundaries become more defined over time.,
2: Well, um, if it was in the Arabic language or in Greek or in you know any other language, I think the answers would be very different too because
1: totally you know yeah.
2: um, the pool of information that is digitized in the Arabic language is much, much, much smaller than it is in English, for example. So I think that's also, it's also interesting to think how much more it would alienate uh, a big part of um, the world. Like the so-called digital divide, I think would even get much bigger.
0: I mean, encoding is already only in English characters, right? Like in order to code, you, you can't code in Arabic, you can't code in Chinese. I mean, there you, there are programs that you can do that will compile it, but that causes a lot of problems. And so most people do just code it with English characters because of that kind of translation problem that can happen. But I think things are getting better. People are able to code and then compile better, but it ends up just being like that is a truth. You have to have a certain awareness of, of uh, English keyboard to code. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's a bias right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they used to, I remember watching that, that James Bond in like the 90s where they had, someone had a Chinese keyboard and it was like every Chinese character on the keyboard. And I was like, that is hilarious. And no one in China types that way. Like, what are you talking about? So it's like really wild to think that they were like imagining, oh, this is, must be what yeah. this keyboard looks like. you are like, no, they, it's like everyone just configures keyboards, you know, to work with language, right? What is, do you have a different keyboard, um, Nora, like when you go to Jordan do people have different keyboards? Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Or uh, the letters, the, the Arabic letters are on like the, it's the same English keyboard, but then you use the same keyboards for uh, different letters. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it is in, in like Costa Rica too. It's, I mean, not that many letters, but you have like the double L and you have the N Y and, and then yes. the configuration is just means it's slightly different where the enter button is or the shift or yeah. the control. Yeah. Yep.
2: Hmm. It's actually really concerning. Like I, um, I'm seeing this more and more in my WhatsApp groups that have Arabic speakers where they use English letters to type in Arabic. And then we use certain numbers, like the letter ha, which obviously doesn't exist in the English language. We use number seven, because it looks like the letter, the calligraphy of the letter ha. Um, And we have those for all the other letters that phonetically don't have letters in the English language. So they're just replaced with numbers. So sometimes if you see me typing, it'll be like numbers and letters. But I'm trying to not do that as much and switch to using the Arabic keyboard, because I don't, you know, I think that that contributes to the erasure of the calligraphy, and it's really beautiful, so... Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Just makes me think like Arabic lead speak, like, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like gamers <laughs> typing with numbers instead of letters.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's yeah, awesome. it's really funny. I had another guest on Codes that did a language called Cree plus plus instead of C plus plus, and <laughs> he wrote the keyboard to be round. So that um, it would be much more like entering like a Hogan or, or an area. Mm-hmm. And then the, the space that would come from the north would be where they entered. So he ended up turning the whole keyboard sort of upside down so that it would be sort of the shape of Ceremony. And then each of the mm-hmm. letters were different letters that are in Cree language. It was really amazing. So he, he built a Cree++ language, programming language, but then was like, oh, I need a different keyboard to mm-hmm. actually be able wow. to do it. He made this round, but it was really cool. That's super cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you know when that episode's out. So, um yeah. that'll come out in a couple more weeks, but um yeah, there's lots it's it it's really important the way we interface with these these machines, right? And, but we're all kind of standardizing on these English keyboards, but right. that's an assumption that doesn't need to exist. I mean, the typewriter itself was made so that people would type slower, right? Because mm-hmm a lot of the um, women in World War II were typing so fast that they were like, okay, like we need to make this QWERTY system so it'll slow them down because they were jamming because they were typing so fast that all the like tappers were jamming. So they're like, let's slow them down so we'll make it more complicated so we have the QWERTY board to like make them slower. Wow. But it didn't work because of course humans are really able to just reconfigure so quickly. I mean, if you give me a new keyboard, I know how to use it right away. Even if it isn't QWERTY anymore, I might not be able to on-site type, but I could still type really fast because humans are just really really good at learning new tools right um right. so yeah we could absolutely have a totally different type of keyboard for arabic that made more sense that had maybe not the massive one from the james bond with, <laughs> like that. i lo- I still love that image to this day like i wish that was a real keyboard yeah. but um but yeah i mean i wonder what keyboards would really look like or programming languages um mm-hmm. he he had all these different ways of talking about um what a for loop is that would be more like a stream or something, you know. He kind of took the the um, epistemology of what he thought about uh, Cree language and Cree custom and and ceremony, and then thought, okay, how would that be um, part of the coding language? So you could write your own notion of what a for loop is, or an if and, or all those kind of like basics of coding language. So yeah. I don't know.
1: That's like super important work, honestly, because we. Do these things based on assumptions that like somebody just had an idea and was like, "Oh yeah, let's let's try that," and then it sticks somehow. Not because it's the best or anything, just because mm-hmm. like that's uh, what happened first or what became most popular first. Like the staggering on the normal keyboard. Like I grew up thinking, "Oh, it must be staggered because it like works better with our hands or something, or like it's more ergonomic or something." Turns out, no, it's actually just totally like a random staggering. And doesn't have anything to do with, like, how the hands work. And actually, like, (laughs) the board laid out just as a rectangle with all the buttons in line is actually more ergonomical than this staggered thing that we have now. So, you know, it's just people making shit up and, like, running with it. And then everybody's, like, relegated to, like, oh, I guess I'm going to use this for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. in every activity that I do. So.
3: Right. You know, for hours
1: like, and
0: hours and hours a day yeah.
1: Right? yeah years of my life I'm just using this thing that somebody was like oh let's try it
0: so. yeah absolutely and they had to be on those like staggered because of those <laughs> those things that were like pushing onto the paper yeah yeah exactly typewriter right
1: that has <laughs> and they used to, it
0: use to be, like you physically push it and it was a lever so it'd be like <laughs> you yeah. know do you, did anyone, <laughs> anyone use one of those old typewriters right so I've it's actually like
1: twice for f-
0: yeah. a lever that would, like, you push it down and it's, like, flipping the the whack thing that would say, like, yeah. A, yeah. A. And so you'd have to really push it down so that it would go whack onto the paper. Um, and that's why they were, like, this staggering, right? Like you're saying, because right. if you had them, you could type two letters too fast and they would, like, hit each other and get stuck. It was really hard to, like, pull them apart, you know? Um, and it would tear the ribbon up and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, this is all such, I mean, it's such an old technology that, like, Martha has never used one of those. Right. I used so, an electric one. <laughs> well, no, I mean I know, and you used an electric one, but but my point is, is like that's how old of a technology that I we're spending. Know, that we're spending. <laughs>
3: yeah, and we can. I know that's funny. We can like hop on the newest social media. We can hop on the newest AI thing, generate all this stuff. But we're like, ooh, change a keyboard. I, don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are doing it, but uh, you know, it's just weird how these things permeate. You know, society and culture and norms and whatever. Um, and, yeah, still everybody thinks that for some reason our computer keyboards are laid out like a typewriter because it's good for us. Right. 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 Absolutely.
0: Well, and that's I think that's an important thing to keep in mind, right, for all of us as we're using these tools to not take anything as a given. Because we're in the early stages of defining how these things are used, what they're used for, why we're using them. We don't have to just accept it like, oh, yeah, it's normal that you now do your essays with that. You. You're like, no, we could have an opinion. We could have an anti-opinion. I had one student. I asked all my students, "Is anyone have anything they don't think AI should do? And she was like, right away. I raised her hand. I was like, what? And she said, it, art. It should never make art. And I was like, oh, Okay. That is kind of what this whole class is about. But I appreciate that you're here. I appreciate that you're here and saying this because that is always on the yeah. table. Yeah, it's always need, on the table. We like, need
1: dissenters.
0: Yup. Yup. And as we teach you how to make art with AI, it should always be on the table, should we? And I think mm-hmm. that's a great mm-hmm. place. And we'll always refer back to you and say, and yet we shouldn't be doing this, according to some people. And that's totally valid. Like normalizing dissent we're right now in the beginning is a really good thing to do. So, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she and she's like, I don't think you should make art because I think people should. And I'm like, absolutely. Let's not outsource things we like to do to machines. They like, can do the things we don't like to do. You know? <laughs> so fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, yeah. And we'll see. Like like you said, Martha, we can jump on the newest social media, or we can jump on the newest AI. And yet, there's also things that we that no one jumps on. Right? Some of these fads kind of fade away. They seem like they're going to be um. Totally normal and yet something else happens. That's happened so many times with me and AI. As I'm studying different movements, I think, oh, this thing is gonna be the really big thing. And then no one even knows what I'm talking about anymore. So I'm like, huh. Yeah. We'll see. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think that Dolly and Midjourney were going to be this foundational of a shift in the beginning because it looked to me like a lot of generative art had been looking for the last few years. But it has; it's changed the access, how easy it is. in a Discord server. Like, who knew that would be the moment? Like, that's the thing that blew it up, right?
1: Just- yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and yeah, Stable Diffusion is like really change the game so quickly and now yeah. people are iterating and now that it's open source people are iterating on it like so quickly and uh i mean like a f- like a month ago or something one of the heads of stable diffusion was saying that we're going to be able to d- generate at like 30 frames a second with stable diffusion 2 soon so that means like okay. video and everything else is going to be generative as well which you know like we're not prepared we're we're not we're at the very beginning we're not even in the middle or like (laughs) you know it's just (laughs) starting so buckle up
0: yeah i mean it's exciting because i don't know what like good art writing critique cultural artifacts are going to be with these things i don't um I have no idea. No one knows yet. Um, I was talking to a a reporter from Wired the other day about this too. And we were just kind of going, I don't know, we were just generating ourselves ideas about like, why does it look like this? Why does it always look like this? Why are these ugly in this one way that we don't like? Like, what is that about? You know, all the different types of, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to untangle it. (laughs) So. Yeah. Thank you for bringing all of your uh, deep fake personas with you today, Tim. To- oh, of course.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I had a lot of fun with it. So. <laughs> Any chance I get now, you know? I feel. I feel-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need this. I, I'm going to have to figure out how to do this.
0: And, and <laughs> I hope we get a voice too, because I would really love the, yes. the Keanu voice too. Yeah. Oh, man. Mine? I no, the Keanu, yeah, the count and voice. I'm sure they can do the. I know. A, I'm sure it's possible right to do yeah I'm,
1: the I'm i'm working on the voice cloning. <laughs> the, the real time voice cloning is not really a thing yet uh yeah. offline, you can do yeah. it now yeah uh, but it's yeah. still pretty labor intensive i mean now there's like online services where you can do text to speech for um yeah a bunch of celebrities i forget what it's called it's like something duck or something it's a cyber duck or something i don't remember yeah um, and yeah. Me and
0: Noor were in the same cohort as Holly, right? Who does a lot of deep fakes with her voice. Um and so she can sing with herself. Um, kind of like harmonize and vocalize with herself live. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's we'll see. Probably not too far away. Right? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well thanks everyone for vibing i know that noor has to hop off uh for uh her next meeting but um thank you everyone for joining our first live stream
1: yeah this is
3: fun i hope you liked it again.
0: yeah <laughs> i would love to do this many many more times with you this is kind of my new idea for Wapen. Code season two is we have these kind of hybrid styles where we are doing some you know video and then the audio goes as podcast so i hope it's fun for viewers too um i'll show you links you can see it all on youtube and twitch and Twitter and all that, but thank you both. Thank thank you everyone so much for joining uh, the Climate Lounge. uh, A vibe (laughs) ship for your day. (laughs) I really (laughs) appreciate each and every one of you. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to go ahead and end the broadcast, but we will still
2: be in this room. Thank you so much. This was so. (laughs)